Welcome to the Big Queen Energy Podcast with your host, Rashida Bocklehurst. This podcast is dedicated to helping you glow up and level up in life and business so you can unleash that powerful queen from within and design a life that you're in love with. The vibe, soul and strategy with a side of champagne. Hello my queens, welcome back to the Big Queen Energy podcast season two. I am so pleased to be back in your headphones, on your speaker after a little break. Um, I'll be honest, it wasn't a planned break, but naturally it was a great pause and I have been so busy in real life changing up a few things in my business, um, looking after some family and personal things and I am back roaring to go, ready and I really feel like I've had my cup filled right up to the top again which I was needing. So here we are, season two, we have new artwork, a whole new vibe um, and I can't wait. So, In today's episode, I want to talk about why we need to be smart with our marketing. Those of you who use Instagram, so especially I'm talking to wellness coaches, beauty businesses, solopreneurs, Instagram has been a real leader in terms of how we attract our audience. And there have been a few grumbles recently, as I'm sure you'll agree, as to what is happening with the platform. So you might have noticed that your engagement has dropped, the views on your reels aren't as high as before, maybe your stories views have also dropped. And to a certain extent, we can obviously say, well, when they change the algorithm, this does impact various other elements um, that we experience as users of the platform. Now, I am a strong believer that good content will still get in front of the people that it needs to get in front of. But as somebody who has worked in communications for 15 years now, um, in particular marketing, I have to say something. And you might not like what I'm going to say, but here it is. You cannot rely on one platform, especially when you are not the owner of that platform. And and to be honest, Queens, you've probably heard this before. I'm not, I'm not creating the wheel here, recreating the wheel. Hmm. I'm not messing about with wheels here. (laughs) Um, but let's be honest. I'm pretty sure all of you listening will know at least one person who have who's had issues with their Instagram account. Perhaps they've been hacked and they couldn't get into their account again. Maybe their account just got completely deleted. And if you have a really well-engaged audience, if you have a really strong following, you just can't afford to have something happen to your account and then not be able to reach people. However, I also know that you're really busy, you have all the things that you actually do for the business that you have, looking after clients, 
working on your strategies, doing all the behind the scenes things. And Instagram might be just the cherry on top of that cake. So I'm going to share with you some tips on repurposing content that hopefully will inspire you to still use Instagram. And I really do think it's a fantastic platform still. I love Instagram. It's 100% my favorite um, social media platform. I do like TikTok a lot. And yes, my TikTok for you page is pretty much full of cats and um well I'm not gonna lie (laughs) these Mediterranean dancing policemen that seem to have appeared which I'm not mad about um but I do think Instagram is wonderful for really building connection with the people that you wish to serve either now or in the future and there's so many different ways to do that as well as we've seen with Instagram reels with stories with live videos the dms it seems much easier to build connections with people on instagram than perhaps with tiktok so first things first i would love for you if you haven't already to set up a newsletter now the reason why we want to have a newsletter is because the data that you have, and when, I, when I'm when i saying data, I mean the information that you have from other people, side note, but very important side note, you have to have permission from people in order for them to be added to your email newsletter. So typically you'll have a newsletter set up on a software like MailChimp, Flowdesk, um there's loads of them you can even have them in kajabi mailchimp's a pretty straightforward one and typically if you are a smaller business you'll probably opt for that and it's fine so you will have a subscription to one of these softwares and through that you can set up ways for people to join your newsletter mailing list for example you might have a free Facebook group where people have to sign up to your mailing list in order to receive the link to join. You might have an ebook which you've created which people will need to sign up to your mailing list in order to receive the PDF of that ebook. Now you might also have information data from your clients who book with you on a regular basis. So this could be yes via Calendly, if you are a beauty-based business and you do in-person treatments, you might have um, a, a different type of booking platform like Fresher, for example. And there should be somewhere in the back end that you can add a checkbox or tick box or whatever to ask your clients if they would like to be added to your mailing list. If not, then I recommend that you ask them in in writing um, and get that approval. So just in case, we don't want you to get into any issues with GDPR. And GDPR is basically a data protection um, concept that means that our data, so our information, your information, my information, your name, your phone number, your email address cannot be dispersed without your permission. 
and yes to a certain extent you you still get um spam emails i'm sure we all do but a proper business doesn't do that so we want to be making sure that anyone who is on our newsletter mailing list has given express permission okay good got that sorted So the great thing about a newsletter is you're in control. The MailChimp people aren't going to all of a sudden delete your account and you'll lose access to it. Providing that you pay or that you're properly registered and whatever element, um, whatever type of option that you go for, whether it's free, whether it's paid, that your account is still up and running and you are able to use that. 99% of people who have emails check their emails every single day. That is a proper statistic. I can't quite pull from my memory um, where I read that, but I read it actually not too long ago. So actually getting in front of people who open their emails really is so much more impactful than just sharing a post on Instagram and hoping that the right people see it. Now, all of these things that I'm going to be talking about in this podcast episode, I really recommend that you do them concurrently. So we are having a proper marketing strategy here and we've got several different touch points that we want to use throughout our week, throughout our month in order to really get in front of the people that we desire to help. So the great thing about mailing lists, newsletters, it means you are in control of getting in front of your people. You can do this however regularly you wish. You can send a monthly newsletter, you can send a weekly one, a bi-weekly one. It's up to you and depending on depending on your business, depending on what you're offering at the moment, there'll be different suggested strategies to use here. However, a good rule of thumb for wellness businesses, for beauty businesses, would be a monthly newsletter. And in this newsletter, you can share offers, up and coming offers, current offers, discounts, exciting things like that, new treatments, new offerings, what you've been up to, the latest news, your thoughts on any industry trends, um, first access to your upcoming appointments you know this is particularly great around like black friday and christmas time and what we want to be doing with our newsletters is rewarding people for giving us permission to have them on our mailing list now you've probably seen so many websites that you go on that they'll try and get you to sign up to get xyz and maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we would just sign up to things willy-nilly and it was it was no big deal. But the psyche of how we use communication and emails and how we use technology is very, very different now. And we don't want to be, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, we don't want to be signing up to loads of different newsletters all the time and just getting a constant bombardment. There has to be something in it for us in order to share our data. So this is what you need to remember when you're sending out emails. What's in it for the reader? Is it a fun story? Are they getting a discount? Are they getting first access to something? Really put yourself in your client or potential client's shoes. 
and again use it to nurture use it to share some more things behind the scenes that they might not see on social media again it's thinking about rewarding them for being part of your mailing list so i would recommend having a really specific strategy with your newsletter and if you need any help coming up with ideas or if you just don't have the time to do it yourself and you want to outsource it then you can message me over over on instagram at rashida jasmine and i would be happy to support you and get you going with that the next thing would be to explore a blog what's that you say blogs are dead rashida it's 2022 Au contraire, blogs are not dead at all. The reason why we want to be having a blog on your website is because it's great for SEO, search engine optimization. So have you noticed when you type in something in Google, for example, um, (laughs) how often to have lip filler, then you'll get the first five hits five to 10 hits will be blog posts from aesthetic clinics talking about that very thing. Blog posts or parts of their website. And certain websites, um, in fact, most websites will be written in a certain way for the Google algorithm, the Google scraper, to be able to find those keywords in order to pull up their website or their blog or the part of their website when somebody types in a question on Google. And this is also how YouTube works in a really similar way. So if you have a website, then I would really suggest getting some regular blog content up there. Try and be consistent with this. If you want to do it once a month, then do once a month. If you think you can do more, twice a month is perfect every other week. And as we were talking about previously with the newsletters, you want it to always be of value. You want to think about what your ideal client is searching for. What questions do they have? What information are they looking for? Provide that information and then also include a call to action. What do you want them to do next? Book in, message you, contact you, fill in this form. You know, don't lose them after they've finished reading. And the great thing as well, when we talk about repurposing content, is that newsletters, blogs, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok even, you can repurpose the same content. So for example, you can put together a blog post. You can turn that into a YouTube video. You can turn snippets of that YouTube video into Instagram Reels. You can turn those Instagram Reels and put them over on TikTok. You can send it out as a newsletter. A well thought out marketing strategy in terms of like social media and content marketing can save you so much time. And you think that you don't have the time to create all this. Well, in reality, you just need to create that one bigger piece of content and then everything else can just get pulled from there. So, My biggest tip for you, if you are feeling frustrated by Instagram, is to get accustomed to these other platforms. Look at starting a newsletter, creating a mailing list. Recommend MailChimp. Have you got a website? Can you add a blog? 
maybe you want to do a YouTube, uh, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel. What can you do there? What can you utilize? Look back on your Instagram feed and think about what can you repurpose from past pieces of content that have done really well. Did you do a reel that people loved? Can you repurpose that into a part two? Can you talk about any of those points on Instagram stories? When we are service-based businesses dealing with people, they want to know who you are. They love the behind the scenes. They want to get to know who the person is that's going to be helping them. And this is the perfect thing that you can use social media for. Ditto with the newsletters, ditto with blogs, ditto with YouTube. (laughs) You get the picture. Don't rely on just one platform because as you've seen, if things change, then everything slows down. And remember, we're also time poor. Our concentration spans aren't great. So yes, somebody might really love watching you on Instagram, but if they don't see you pop up for whatever reason, they're probably not going to think about going off to find you and typing your username in, unless they're a super fan. And I really hope that you all have lots of super fans. But we have to be realistic with where we are and how people think. And now into a brand new segment of the podcast where I'm going to share with you anything great that I've really enjoyed over the past week, in particular Netflix, food, anything and everything else. So I am a little bit late on the Stranger Things train. I watched the first two seasons when they came out years ago and I only just watched seasons three and four very recently but I haven't enjoyed anything as much for quite a while so Stranger Things has been top of my list of recent recently watched shows if you haven't watched Stranger Things and you are feeling in that um nostalgic vibe that sometimes we get into (laughs) and you just want to embrace your whole kind of like 80s child um experience or um, I was born in the 80s but I was only really grown up in the 90s um but I remember watching films when I was little which would have been from the 80s so yeah it just kind of makes me feel really nostalgic then I really recommend Stranger Things and if you are looking for something which is really going to relax your nervous system, which I have really been trying to do recently, Stranger Things is great, but it is pretty, it's pretty intense. Then another thing on Netflix, which again, I'm late to the party with, is Virgin River. Oh my goodness. It's not often that I watch something and I feel my shoulders just relax and I just get all cozy and I watch it with Poppy, my cat, and we are loving it. It is quaint, it's cozy, it's, you know, it's quite slow paced, but there is drama and there's, you know, a little bit of action, but not in the kind of Homeland vibes. It's it's a really easy watch. And if you're just looking for something just to pop on and just unwind to, maybe with a glass of wine, why not? Then Virgin River is for you. And away from Netflix now, something else which is bringing me a great deal of joy at the moment is my local delivery box of 
fruit, veg and salad. Now, you've probably noticed if you're anything like me and you buy lots of vegetables and fruit from the supermarket, that the quality isn't great at the moment. The prices are pretty high and I just think everything is going off so much quick so much more quickly than they than it everything was before. So what I have done recently and I'm loving it is I've ordered um, a weekly box from a local um, I guess vegetable foraging sourcing um, company that's literally in the same town that I live in at the moment and I would say 90% of the produce is from like 10 miles around maybe 20 to push everything just smells so incredible like the tomatoes oh my goodness they just smell insane the taste the texture everything is just so much superior more superior than the tesco (laughs) asda sainsbury's fandango that i've been experiencing recently so if you want to I guess save some money because I do think it works out cheaper and have a better uh, produce to choose from then have a look and see if you have any local um, fruit and veg boxes because it's just so much more convenient and uh, I'm super super happy. Thank you so much for spending your time with me here on the first episode of season two of the big queen energy podcast if you would like any more support in terms of business coaching or marketing then i would love to invite you to message me over on instagram at rashida jasmine i can help coach you so you can actually learn how to do these things yourself how to market your business how to create a strategy how to implement that strategy and how to think about other things outside of social media for example pr copywriting and general next level business planning or if you would like someone to actually do it for you because you don't have the time or the desire to do it yourself then I offer a range of different packages that could suit you so reach out to me I'd be delighted to chat to you and I will look forward to speaking to you all next week until then take care thanks for listening